welcome. It is the Ski Bum Podcast, episode number 328, and it is your pals, Ryan, and you know him, you love him, not Mario, it is Tim Meyer from Ski Rex Media. Tim, welcome, and thank you for joining us. You are quite welcome, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Trying to fill Mario's shoes, man. I'm Tario. I'm Tario today. <laughs> Tario. Yes. yes. You have to talk in an Italian accent if you don't mind. I can't because... do that. Uh, <laughs> It'll yeah. come out sounding like Super Mario Brothers. And that while works. Mario is a super person, I don't think he wants that. Close enough. Yes, Mario <laughs> is currently in Pragelato, Italy. Mm-hmm. Enjoying the beautiful food and skiing and everything that is European skiing right now. But I decided that the show must go on. We could have taken a week off. We've taken too many weeks off. There's been sicknesses. There's been whatever. And I said, nay. I said, who can I reach out to who can fill in for Mario and get the job done? And there was only one man, one man that I knew could do the job right. So, Tim, thank you so much for for playing along today. You're welcome, dude. Like, I'm, I'm always happy to help you guys. You guys are friends of Ski Rex Media, friends of mine. We've all hung out. We hung out at Snowbound where we all got sick. You know, we've hung out at Cannon where we didn't get sick and skied in the fog. And we, you know, we, 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 we you know, we've been around. And, uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to help, man. I'm here. I'm here for you and I'm here for your listeners and then our crossovers. What's up, everybody? How you doing? The people, the people. That's what we're all about. That's Both right, man. Our pot, my podcast, your podcast. It's all about the people. You know, the we people. are, we are this, we, we, this actually, we could call this poser podcast because, you know, <laughs> based on our conversation before the podcast, you know, uh, I, I'm a little embarrassed for the number of days I've been on the snow this year. I think Tim, you, you might or might not be as well, but, uh, yep. you know, we do this because we love it and mm-hmm. we have our reasons why we do it. Tim has his reasons. If you've listened to him before, you know why, if not, he'll probably talk a little bit more about it in the main topic. Uh, totally, uh Tim is. Tim is as real as it gets. He's a great guy. He's actually doing stuff in the ski industry. So ski Rex I'm media, here, man. check him out on the socials, but we will find out more about Tim in the main topic, yep. but thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out. Ski We're on the socials, Instagram, X, Facebook, untapped YouTube. We're at ski bump podcast. Send us an email, ski bump podcast at gmail.com comments, questions. You need stickers. Send us an email. We'll get you some stickers. Everybody needs stickers. They're wonderful. We even they're awesome. We even have coasters because when you think of us, you should be thinking about drinking because God damn it, you need a drink when you listen to this podcast sometimes. One hundred percent. I want right. coasters. You want some coasters? I'll send you some coasters. I want coasters, dude. See? Love it. See, you too can Love have it. coasters, right? <laughs> it's all about knowing your audience, right? That's the case. Right. Do you have money burning a hole in your pocket? Do you love the podcast? How about you go to patreon.com slash ski podcast and become a patron. It's the most noble thing you can do really besides giving blood to us. And we don't need your blood now. <laughs> we might at some point, we might store it in a freezer. I don't know, but let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. Let's not put the old cart in front of the horse. We need a few extra bucks. We need to do some things. We need to improve. Look, I've had this goddamn green screen up with like, <laughs> Nothing happening. So that's one way we could spend your money to improve the ambiance of the podcast. We may find more events to go to, to bring on new information, to share new new knowledge, actually get on the snow a little bit more and have more insight. 
lots of things we can do if we had money. So you know what to do. Hit us up. Patreon.com slash Ski Bump Podcast. We love skiing. And you know what we also love doing? We love being jacked. We love being in good shape. You need some gear. You need some shorts, shirts, pants, whatever. I can help you out. 10,000.cc athlete-led design. Their motto is better than yesterday. At the heart of 10,000 is the idea of pursuit in business, fitness, life, and skiing. They believe in moving forward with a quiet dedication to constant improvement and to becoming just a little bit better than you were yesterday. And as someone who ate 6,000 cookies last week, I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday, goddammit. Man. Use the code Bschneider15, B-S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R-1-5 at 10,000.cc, and you can save 15% off. Boom. I'm wearing their, uh, which pants are these? They're not the interval pants. These are the session pants. And uh, I'm not going to take them off. Let's see. I can can show you the goods. So, (laughs) see? You got the little zippery thing. My microphone's in the way. (laughs) I don't know. This is really not doing... Good pants, any justice whatsoever. <laughs> but I love them. They're comfortable. It feels like wearing nothing at all. There's little hey. holes in them. It's got speed holes. And wearing nothing at all, man. You can't beat that. This is true. So I'm a big fan. I think you like it too. Check out 10,000. Hey, Tim. What's up, dude? Let's kick this off the way we usually do. It's time for our prey today. I know you're not a partaker yep. in the devil's the devil's uh devil's juice. No, I gave it up, my friend. You yes, know this. And I've I've heard tales of why you did. And yes. uh I appreciate you trying to fight the good fight. I try. You know, and I know some people are always trying to like force people back into drinking. And mm. I've had a lot of come to Jesus moments in the last couple of years. And one of the ones like there's been mornings where I mean I've had maybe two drinks alone. Mm-hmm. I love drinking oh, yeah. alone. I'm like the opposite of George Thurgood. <laughs> actually no actually i, would, I, think, I think he likes that was drinking his song alone, right? dude. yeah i drink alone because <laughs> i know most people say it's bad to drink alone i prefer yeah. it i want to be sitting at home while everyone's <laughs> asleep and have a drink or two you know it's not like i'm trying to get hammered but i'm just like it's classy drinking I, I, I like to that's how i justify it to myself you're a classy guy i am something like that in my basement <laughs> in new jersey right now classing it up <laughs> but yeah so I've I've had those moments. You wake up in the morning and you're like, my stomach hurts, my throat hurts. Why did I drink this? And then you look at how much of our life revolve, like how many positive events we tie alcohol to. It's birthday. Hey, we're celebrating. Hey, let's do a toast. Everything that we have as good, we connect alcohol to it. Which we do. It's really probably not the best thing for our culture and i've i feel stupid buying alcohol i go to the, i call the liquor store the poison store because think about it you wow. drink a bottle of anything there besides beer you'll probably just die yeah. Yeah. anything else imagine any other store or imagine going to the grocery store it's like well if i ate anything here a whole, if i ate the whole container i would die but yeah. this store they just sell death oh yeah it's just all death and you can get different levels of death. You can get slow death. You can get t- quick death and go with Everclear. Go nuts. Quick death, like anything, slow death. 
It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Everclear, bourbon, vodka. You drink a whole bottle, you'll probably die. Yeah, it's just about the speed in which you want to die. <laughs> how much right. how much you want to punish yourself vodka i feel like it's a little bit slower you know you're drowning you know because it starts classy limoncello yeah. like that'll take a long time right it's a right. long it's a long arduous death i think get that fancy bottle of di serono you know cracker open do your thing that which said, i do the di serono cream the crema or whatever they call it delicious yep. <laughs> not gonna lie I have a bottle of DiSerono in my basement. I'm not gonna lie about it. It's it. It was left over. It's one of the things that my father left me, and uh, it was more that I found it in his kitchen when I was cleaning his apartment. But whatever, I have it. So if I ever want to go back, I can. I like this man. It takes Tario to come on the program for Brian to uh to have his breakthrough to get hit step one and admitted he has a problem. Just because I've addressed the fact that I know it's bad doesn't mean I'm going to do, not going to do it anymore. That's the problem. Like the beauty of the vice. I follow all these like workout bros, you know, on, Mm -hmm. on X and they're like, if you want to get shredded, first thing you got to do, you cut out the booze, bro. And I'm like, (laughs) what's the second thing you got to do? (laughs) Still really like margaritas though. You know, like, yeah, Good. Is that my inner bitch telling me to do that? Like, uh, have a little drink, pussy. Like, you should just get it out and just be the goddamn man. Yeah, I no. don't know. Look at our culture. You know look at, look at our history. Look at like the history of like the manliest men. You know, Clint Eastwood. You know, his bottle of whiskey in front of the fire. You know, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood. Again, I already said Clint Eastwood. I haven't even been drinking. I'm saying Clint Eastwood over and over again because that's so how cool Clint Eastwood roles. is. Exactly, Dirty Harry. Steve McQueen, like everybody who's cool has always, you know, thrown back and just gone on and been a badass, right? 100%. 100%. I'm not against it. I just know that as I've gotten older, I I feel it more in the morning, as you were saying. My stomach feels it more in the morning. And you sit there and you almost sweat it out, kind of feel it tearing in your eyes. The tears burn from the alcohol. And I am crying some of those mornings. I won't lie about it. Call me a bitch. I don't give a fuck. Um, I, you know, I, I can feel it in the tears. So I was like, plus I'm a lightweight, you know, when it only takes three to be stupid, then you, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. Just but it's just stop. such a thing. It's like, so just ingrained in our culture is that's what's cool, you know, and it's, it's disturbing. It's, it, sad, it is, it's sad in a way. It's a little sad. It's a little disturbing, but you know, it's what, you know, Western culture, such as it is, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, if you're, if somebody's getting married, Hey, let's have a drink. Somebody's, you know, even at the bachelor, my, my bachelor party, I didn't drink much, but I had a friend who did and it didn't go well for him. It was not pretty. Um, you know, all these other things that we drink to birthdays, holidays, new years. What's the first thing you do on new years at midnight, it's January 1st, you're drinking champagne yeah. something it is what it is it's the way people have fun you know hey i respect it if you want to do it go for it i don't tell nobody nothing nope i i i, I out myself it's better for me so tim what are you partaking in for your app rate today my app rate today is very basic basic bitch style dude a basic bitch canada dry ginger ale look at that I know- and it's actually, you know, now that I think about it, this counts. How many different things can you make by mixing it with ginger ale? Ginger ale's always behind the bar. Always. You can make so many things with it, I think. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in it, and kids are doing, like, fucking tampon shots in their assholes and stuff, <laughs> or whatever it is. Vodka so, tampons, yes. We talk about that a lot on our show, too. 
Yeah, and it's a whole to do. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm even more bitch than I thought because whatever. Because I'm not even drinking caffeine. This is caffeine free tonight. Caffeine I'm going to bed free. right after this, man. You know, so like, I mean, that's that's the thing too. It's like what, like where are you in life? Like, what is your, what's the outcome you're looking for when you think dipping a tampon in vodka and inserting it into your anus is a good thing to do to start off your evening? And to start off the evening, like I understand if you and your friends are hanging around, you're already a few sheets to the wind. And for some reason, you know, you're you find your sister's box of tampons and like, dude, you know, what would be funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's soak this and then jam it where the sun don't shine. If you're starting the night with that, I can't even say I want to talk to your parents because you don't have any. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just a I, weird uh, life, dude. I can't. I hear about stuff like that, and that's kind of what makes me want to not drink. I'm like, well, this is what this is where it's going. Like, this is where people have taken this. Like, it it just it it makes me sad for them, really. That this mm. seems like that's what they're the outcome of that is what they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. That, you know, what's like, the end game? Like, why? What are? What's your current status? That that's the upgrade. Yeah. I don't know. That's like going from Coke to crack to meth. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like the Whitney Houston road, man. That's the Whitney Houston road in, in trying to get it done quick. Trying oh, to damn. end up in that bathtub fast. We were, uh, we were hanging out with my father-in-law and for some reason we were putting some Whitney Houston performance on. We were on YouTube just kind of going through like amazing performances in the YouTube, the Whitney Houston national anthem from 1990. Sure. Super Bowl. Amazing. Great. Oh, tell I, us for days. Yeah, amazing voice. So I started like just Googling Whitney Houston stuff and I found a picture. They showed her bathroom when they found her. They said like all she was doing, it was all like sex toys and crack. It was like all that was in her bathroom. You're like, that is dark. Like that is absolutely like terrible dark. That's that's fictional stuff right there. Like that shouldn't be real. Shit right there. Yeah. That should not be real. And this incredibly talented someone uh, people in our age group grew up with. Respected, you know? loved, admired. Yeah. To just go down that dark of a path. Crack pipes and sex toys. <laughs> if I get famous, man, I hope I don't die when I'm famous. <laughs> because sometimes like you got to think about it. it may, you know, I'll, I'll never have crack. You know, other things might show up, but it doesn't mean I was like that far gone. <laughs> it's like must clear internet history first. Yes, <laughs> like you know, I, I I have things in my house too that yeah. I don't necessarily want my niece and nephew to find when they're cleaning it out. You know, <laughs> but these things happen. You know, and if Uncle you're famous, Tim, why? Well, don't ask. Oh, I'll come back as a ghost. Like, listen, kids, there's a lot of stories about me. Some are true. Some are more than true. That could be Leonard part seven. Oh, good old cause, man. No, it was, go- oh, it was ghost dad, right? That was the movie where he came. Back. Oh, yeah, he was ghost. dad. Either way, it was the cause and the cause was great. Yeah. Before Leonard everything went down. Part six was the weird. That was that weird movie where there was no parts one through five. Nope. But there, there was, was no one Leonard through five. Part six. Letter part six, and he was a kind of a spy kind of guy. It was really bad. It was awful. Like, it was bad, awful. But And for kids who were too young to know, people loved Bill Cosby. 
I, mean, I love Bill was, Cosby. He was, not, he was America's dad in the 80s. The Cosby show was incredible. I'll still watch it. It holds up. Except it, for like the last two seasons are kind of weak. But it holds adding, up. They started adding like other people. Like yeah, some of the new, showed up. yeah. Some of the new kids were all right, but not yeah. all of them. What are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? Just like, uh, you know, some people, they worship these days and a couple years down the road, things may seem a little darker. That's why you shouldn't, kids, you shouldn't worship celebrities. Not at all. There's really, Don't worship them. No, there's, there's, they, they are not what they project. You're going to be in for a huge letdown when they find Taylor Swift in her bathroom. Oh, boy. God forbid. I'm not saying God anything forbid. bad about it. I'm not saying anything bad about to I like a couple Swift songs myself. She's not definitely not a, a Soros asset at this point. Her music yes. was not purchased by his company in 2019. True. But I definitely don't want, not. I mean, I am trying to push a conspiracy theory that suggests she and her people killed Michael because if Michael Jackson lived, she would not be as popular as she is today. But that's a whole other podcast that we'll do some other time. Tim, are we going to start the conspiracy podcast? <laughs> if you want to do conspiracy podcast, we could do that all day. And this all day. This coming from the podcast that was named the Alex Joneses of ski podcasting. That's why I like you guys. Hey, and a lot of things we were saying back then, we were proven right on. I'm sick of him putting stuff in the water that's turning the freaking frogs gay. Love him or hate him, man. He's entertaining. Yeah. Got to admit. Listen, if you want to be a critical thinker, you have to be able to take information that you disagree with, look at it, and then analyze it and push it aside. But you may take out a (laughs) nugget or two. That's what critical (laughs) thinking is. You have to look at both sides of arguments before coming to the conclusion. That's right. Conspiracy podcast coming 24-25 season. Tinfoil skis. We're in tinfoil skis. Tinfoil ski helmet. I think I'll put it on. A, this could be a thing. Oh, Lord. It's going to be great. Be uh, you know what, though? We talked about my drinking, man. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm going hard tonight. I'm going hard. Oh boy. I've been talking about um, all my ailments. And, you know, so last week I thought I had strep throat. And it's not that I'm even a hypochondriac. I really hadn't felt good in months. Yeah. With the doctor, it was not strep throat. It was a sinus infection, boys and girls. Oh. So if you had that on your bingo card, congratulations. You're the big winner. <laughs> I got on some pretty chill but still decent antibiotics, and I think I finally kicked it for today. But now I find out. So check this out. Friday, we got a note from school that one kid in kindergarten has lice. So that could be a that could be a thing that we get. And just yesterday, we went to this trampoline park. We had the best time. It was so much fun. This morning, sun comes in at six in the morning. Mommy, my eye hurts. Guess who's got pink eye? Then it like it's just it's just nonstop. I just, one right after the other, one man. The other. So I am not hitting it hard today. I have got my wonderful Yeti mug with my traditional medicinals, extra nighty night. Extra nighty night. Oh, little bear. So cute. I got chamomile. I got valerian root in here. I, I'm just being a sweet little angel because it's a Monday night. And God damn it. I got four more days to go. I got to survive four <laughs> more days till the next weekend. So I'm trying to add some longevity. Hey, man. Some nights you got to take it easy. Sometimes you need help sleeping. I know I do from time to time. That stupid machine I have to hook to my face every night doesn't always cut it. Oh, you got to wear one of those? Yeah, we're still figuring that out. I mean, I hate that. I hate to admit that it works, but it does. Yeah. 
fucking sucks, but what are you going to do? But sometimes you need a little tea in your life. Plus, the dry show is the classy show. For keeping it classy. That's what we do. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a little bit classy sometimes. Actually, to that point, I was a little annoyed because I was out of town. I had to get back here today. They didn't start off too good. We were talking about this. There's ice flying around and whatever. I was thinking about bringing on another vice. I was thinking about stopping at the local uh, uh, cigar store and picking out something nice. Not to say I was ever heavy into it. Like I was never an aficionado by any means, but I like to have them now and again. It's been a while since I've done it, you know, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just go get something mild, something like of an Ashton or something like this. And, you know, just kind of sit here and, you know, while, while Brian has his classy drinks, I'll have my classy smoke and we'll do the whole thing. I think that's actually sounds perfect for the conspiracy key podcast. Cigars for conspiracy. I can't even say I haven't even conspiracy in years. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Absolutely. I'm going to be working on that logo like all morning tomorrow. <laughs> like, I swear <laughs> it's going to be fun, right? It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm can, ready. I could definitely hit the sauce then. And then we can, we can go and we can get stupid. very lunar directions. That's for sure. <laughs> Conspiracy ski podcast, where if you want to get stupid, we'll get <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Let me tell you. We are awesome. We're doing double backflips off Corbett's in our minds. Oh, well, nobody's doing double black flips off of Corbett's this year. My friend. This is true. And I think with that, let's go to ski news. Yes. Yes. As we alluded to here, Kings and Queens of Corbett's is canceled this year. Aw. Yeah. I actually reposted on X and I was like, oh, man. And we finally got our entry to be a competitor this year. This was the first year we made it. And yay. Sons of bitches. So Jackson Hole Ski Patrol, Mountain Operations, event leadership, and current slash former competitors worked together last week to assess conditions in the couloir for the competition scheduled for March 3rd through 10th. 80 inches of snow has blanketed the resort in the past two weeks, and the mountain is open wall to wall. However, Corbett's couloir requires specific weather factors to fill in properly and create a competition-worthy environment that supports landing mind-blowing tricks and carrying high speed through it. Unfortunately, this last storm didn't deliver what we needed on first hand inspection of the snowpack within the couloir. The competitors agreed that conditions are not at the level needed to run an elite competition. However, they all agreed that it is skiable for those with expert abilities. We are working to open Corbett's to our guests very soon and we'll update you when it's ready. So, kind of a bummer. They are looking to do it again next year, but this year there will be no kings and queens crowned. So, good thing is for last year's winners, they will remain royalty for another year. That is a bonus for them. So we got to find the positives. You got to find those silver linings. You do. And and, and like you said, it's going to be open to the public. So that's cool. You know, it's just not competition worthy. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, the la- last year, I mean, everybody out West, they just got so pummeled. I mean, there was so much snow. I mean, I've got mm-hmm. my, my backup in case of emergency break glass here, my <laughs> high West from the good folks at ski Utah, because they had 903 inches of snow. She's a 903 inches of snow, which is bananas. And wicked. you know, Jackson wasn't too far off of that, but you know, 
every year is not 2023. Good, bad, or indifferent. We take, we play the hand we're dealt. And this year, there will be no kings and queens. I think it's good for him, though. Like, take a year off. See if people really want this. Like, it is a super huge competition. It has a lot of names that it draws, you know, professional, you know, athletes, you know. But, you know, it's it's one of those competitions I wonder, is it really, do people really like it? Or is it because it's cool to like it that people like it? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, I I watch it and I just, I do find it incredible what they're capable of. Because I've... Mm skied over to it looked at it and gone jesus fucking christ (laughs) and then carefully skied away from it yep so Mm -hmm. there is just there's mad respect for it it's just crazy how you know one of my favorite warren miller movies in the last little bit is is always line of descent i love that movie and that's the 2017 Mm -hmm. one and they show jackson they show you know corbett's in the beginning of it and they show um Griffin post kind of launching into it and you see him launching like 40 feet into it and landing it. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And now you see, they build up that start. That's even higher up now. And people yep. doing the double backflips into it. Like at what point are they just going to like drop people from a helicopter just into it? You know, like it's just the, it just becomes more and more extreme. Well, I mean, that's, that's progression. Like, yeah, you got to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, I've talked about these things with other people, too. I think I might have talked about it with you guys before how the stuff that you see now that's being done in competition, whether it be Kings of King, King and Queens or, you know, the Olympics, World Cups, X Games, what have you. We used to see that stuff playing SSX back on the PlayStation. That's where you saw that it's, it's goofy and cartoony and fun. And you have to hit your X and triangle and stuff to make it happen. People are doing it. Like they're taking their foot feet out of bindings and all kinds of crazy stuff. So maybe since it's an off season, we're out there now with our clipboards and our pens and our papers talking about, all right. So if we jump out of the helicopter there, pull the chute there and then, you know, hit the wingsuit here and then we could do the backflip off the wingsuit and into the calore. I win. Yeah. But you don't because someone else is going to do it three times. You got to go bigger. Yeah. You gotta yeah. Go bigger. And, and, you know, again, back to line of descent movie, they have a, a segment a few after that where the guys are up at um, Mustang powder mm. and they're in bindingless snowboards. And, I've never, like, I've never really, I've never wanted to snowboard, but watching that clip, I was like, that looks super fun because that's mimicking more surfing because you don't have the bindings. You're just kind of going along in the powder there. And that's what these guys were even saying when they, when they talked to them, they're like, you know, if I wanted to get better in snowboarding, I had to be doing things that were so much more extreme that are putting my body into so much more dangerous positions if I don't pull it off. Mm-hmm. To, just to be progressing, you have to be going so much bigger. It's like with this, like I can actually really enjoy the sport again, which, you know, like you got to think the pressure of these, these guys and gals are under to, to, to you know, oh, we got to do another half a turn. We got to do another quarter twist. We got to do another flip. Like it's awesome that they're pushing it, but you also see why you can't do this too deep into your thirties. No, you can't go forever. You can't. You know, it's funny you bring up those bindingless things. I used to feel about them and maybe still do a little bit the same way you feel about the snow bikes, man. Put all those shit on Thunderdome. 
and just <laughs> let's let's do it there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, they do have leashes, though. That's the thing. They do have leashes, and actually, I, that you guys were talking about that on Sam Weintraub one or two. I can't remember which. And I was like, well, it's not just about the equipment; it's about the asshole riding it. You know, hit and run. It wasn't necessarily a snow bike, but I like the Thunderdome idea, man. Welcome but to Thunderdome. You, Let's go. But how would you stop on a snow bike quickly? I don't know how it works. I've never tried it. They're I, way too I, heavy, I, and they don't really have brakes. It's your boots. You're no. using your, you're Flintstoning yourself to a stop. You are. See, Tim from Ski Rex Media will openly admit, I never know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, all I can say, though, is when I first saw a snow deck, I thought I couldn't believe it. Actually, I just saw one in Tim Smith. Shout out Tim Smith, uh, president GM over there at Waterville. He has one in his office and was thinking about buying a second one. So really shout out to him. He's going to Thunderdome. Thunderdome. I like the idea of Thunderdome because I want to be in Thunderdome. Yeah, I want to be Mad Max, man. You sign a waiver. Like, we take no responsibility for what goes down in here. You can bring whatever you want. Dude, I'll be bringing lunch trays. Rocket-powered snowboard, whatever you need. But again, that's <laughs> that's all quarantined over to the Thunderdome section of the mountain. Rocket skis like in Ski Patrol, man. <laughs> there you go, right? Telling me. Simpler times. Man, those movies of the 90s were great. And actually, one of your other stories, unless you have more for uh, the Kolor, the King of Queens of Corbett's. Well, I was really just going to use it as a... Uh, a segue to you know the queen in the the queen of the gondola over in heavenly actually that's where i was going with the 90s movies well it's, it was after the 90s it was 2010 but i was also going to go with a movie to segue into that Beautiful. so have at it sir tell them what you're telling them there was a woman trapped for 15 hours overnight in a gondola at heavenly ski resort in california yeah she was <laughs> this story is just so Bizarre. An investigation bizarre. is underway after a woman spent the night trapped in a gondola at Heavenly Ski Resort in California. Monica Lasso from Chile forced herself alone. Oh, sorry, found herself alone and suspended in the gondola cabin overnight with no means of communication and no way to attract attention from the workers below. Incorrect. She could have jumped out. That would have definitely garnered attention. Oh, it would have. She wasn't trying hard enough. The incident <laughs> occurred on the evening of January 26th during a ski trip with five friends from different countries. Lasso's friends initially reported her missing after she fell behind due to exhaustion. According to Momo Sternell, one of Lasso's friends, <laughs> she was guided to the gondola by a resort worker, but became stranded as it froze during her descent. Despite pounding on the windows and attempting to signal workers, Lasso remained suspended for the entire night. Rescue efforts were unsuccessful during the night, and Lasso's survival was attributed to the relatively mild conditions. She did not locate a survival kit in the gondola. Heavenly Mountain Resort, a popular ski destination, expressed its commitment to guest safety. <laughs> I mean, she was safe in there. Like, no bears got her. Right? Yeah. She was fine, relatively speaking, depending yeah. on the danger you're talking about. Tom Fortune, VP and COO of Heavenly Mountain Resort and the Tahoe region stated, the safety and well-being of our guests are our top priority. The incident is currently under investigation. <laughs> All right. So how did she even get on this? Like, they don't just let people on the gondola and just like turn it off and leave the people there. I know how it happened. I could tell you how it happened. There. So dude who was taking her over to the gondola was going to let her download. He was throwing his game. 
He was shooting his shot, as the kids say. <laughs> she turned him down, and he's like, bitch, and he put her in the gondola. That's what happened. Guaranteed. You heard it here. <laughs> That's my theory. I don't know if it's real, so don't go crazy now. It's, but it's- to end up in a gondola overnight like the first thing when this story broke i thought of it like i was saying about a movie was the movie frozen not elsa do you want to build a snowman not that it was frozen from 2010 i had sean Hattesey, a couple other people really awful movie like awful awful like i don't like it and i can it was tell you why it's to be massachusetts right that movie it was I think it was actually supposed to take place specifically at Wachusett and they tried their best to make it look, this is how they tried to make it look like a Massachusetts mountain. They had Newberry Comics signs like out along the trails, like sponsors. And like, that's a real thing is Newberry Comics is a very real, um, very real new England uh, comic and bookstore. And that's great. They're, they're out of Boston. So Wachusett makes sense. Um, Fun fact, I think Newberry Comics actually was one of the sponsors that Opie and Anthony used to do reads for on WAAF. So there's a there's an old Whoa, fact for you. Way back machine. Way back. But it was filmed in Utah, the movie. And it looks like Utah, which doesn't yeah. look like Pennsylvania. You know, and I, for, just as a side note, I hate that. There was also like a Sasquatch movie or something filmed that was supposed to take place in the Pine Barrens. I was like, that's the Pacific Northwest. And I was actually right, but it was even more Pacific Northwest because it was in Canada. Not New Jersey, oh Canada. So anyway, Didn't they renamed the, the Pine Barrens. Did they? Oh, they renamed it like some governor state park or something. Oh, that's a shame. Pine Barrens is a great name for that place. Or maybe I'm just stupid. No, I think they did keep. No, that name. happens nowadays. Like things get renamed for the oddest reasons. And the Pine Barrens is awesome. Like if you've ever in New Jersey and you've never been, go down. It's very cool. Okay. So the Pine Barrens Reserve. Mm-hmm. Oh, it contains the uh, Brendan T. Byrne State mm-hmm. Forest, which is part of it. Okay. Yes. I thought they renamed the Pine Barrens as like the Brendan T. Byrne Forest Lands, which would have been completely idiotic. But actually, the Brendan Byrne Forest was actually called something else before that, too. I, I know where that is. I didn't live far from there where I live. That's not okay. far from the part of Jersey I lived in. Down heading down uh, Route 70 out of Ocean County towards like Cherry Hill and those places. Yeah, you're spot on, man. That's uh, and again, another Sopranos reference. Pine Barrens, one of the best episodes ever. Oh yeah, there's bodies out there. there I had is. a friend. No joke. I had a friend who found one. Get out of here! Swear to God, that was, was it Russian. I, I, they don't know. I just know that she told us she's like we were out as kids playing. We see somebody out, kind of looked like they were passed out in their fishing boat on the lake. So we were good citizens. We went, called the cops. You know, nine one one. They go out there. He had one right between the eyes. Damn. One GSW. He was a hit. And they left him there. So that that's real. I'll also say. I'll Art go imitates record. life. It does. I'll also go on record and say that the uh, Jersey Devil is real. I've seen some crazy stuff in the Pine Barrens, man. Look at you. Just saying. I lived Just in saying. Jersey. I don't lie about it. But I lived in, the, <laughs> you know, I lived in a different part than Brian. Different part. And uh, I'm not that far from the Pine Barrens. Yeah, you're not. You're really not. Well, nothing. Honestly, nothing's far in New Jersey. New Jersey's small. It's just got a lot yeah. of traffic, so it takes a while to get places. But the north and south, it, it can, it's pretty. If you're going east to west, it's pretty short. But north to south, it's uh, take a few hours. It could take a little while to get the AC. Tell you that. Yeah. Unless you're really flying. It's like three in the morning. Get a black Lamborghini. Turn the lights off. Oh, 
Cannonball Run. Way to do it. We're going to just end up doing the movie podcast too, man. I could talk movies all day. Why not? And I feel like you're getting just, I feel like we're getting distracted more than you and Mario get distracted. So I hope you all like the different experience with guest host, Terry I assure you, Mario and I get very distracted. (laughs) Again, uh, this, this whole thing with the lady in the gondola though, I I don't know how she got stuck up there. I do like your theory, Tim. I think there's, Mm. it it could, uh, it holds some water. We'll find out more, I'm sure. I mean, she was from Chile. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe is the I don't even know. Maybe she actually have a phone. Maybe she have a working cell phone. Possible. I don't know if English. How good her English was. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that it could have. Been. And the person named Momo was their friend. When you got a friend named Momo. You're definitely gonna be in trouble. Maybe Momo is a name though. I mean, it's not like you used to hear that on the Sopranos too. Hey, Momo. <laughs> yeah. Joey Diaz says that a lot too. He's from Jersey. Momo. You know, but I I don't know. It's just a weird story. Like all kidding aside, it's that doesn't happen. And that was one of the things about that movie that really got to me when I first saw it. I was like, this doesn't happen. This like I understand it's fiction, but this is so far removed from anything that could ever actually happen. You know, like, like if, if Superman showed up, then I would have bought it. Fine. Yeah. That's yeah. fiction. But here you're like trying to say this and it's a horror ish kind of thing because of the situation, not because of monsters. There's a whole to do. There's like a wolf attack in it, too, which mm. there aren't wolves in Massachusetts, which is really <laughs> silly. But whatever. The movie was was dog shit. But, yeah. you know, this whole thing with this woman, she's in there and she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's pissed. Yeah, but she's fine. What would you do? If you were in that situation, you're, I mean, obviously you probably have a cell phone with that with coverage and enough battery life to call mm-hmm. somebody. Uh, that would be my first try. Yeah. And a lot of mountains, you know, they do have cell service because that's where they put the towers or on top of those mountains. So you have, have spots, service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would absolutely make the call and I'd say, um, so I'm in the gondola. I'm not 100% (laughs) sure where on the line I am. I can't see the number on the tower, but I'm here. I'll, you'll see, I'll sign my light off the back of my phone. You'll find me. Yeah. It should have been like a 20 minute, half hour ordeal for the lady. It really should have been. Yeah. Um, And that's the part that gets to me is like you said, what didn't she have? English is maybe a second language, you know, maybe no working cell phone. Um, But who knows, man? It says she didn't locate a survival kit. I didn't know there was one in the car. That's good to know. That is good to know. I had no idea that was I a mean, thing. She had plenty of time to look around the cart. The cart is not that big. Yeah, no, she she had plenty of time. She could have scoped out every single square centimeter of that place. Oh, totally. Like right down to the littlest micron. I, I know that if I was in that situation, I'd be so pissed. I'd be livid. Like, you'd be able to find me, not because I'm shining a light. You could hear the swear words echoing across the mountains. Like, I would have kicked a window out and just been like, you motherfuckers. You know, and just lost my damn mind. Yeah. Just but lost can, my mind. But again, how did they even load the gondola without knowing sh- like? Don't they usually communicate like, hey, this is the last car. We're shutting it down. No one else is getting on. Yes. And in the argument could be made from this. It feels like she was downloading. Maybe that's kind of the way I understood it. But even so, you pick up either you use the little phone that's in the in the shack 
or you make the call on the radio and say, hey, I got one coming down. It's car 25. Yeah. Just wait. But she goes, and then they shut it down at the bottom, and then maybe this dude skied down if it's from the top. Or even if it's at the bottom. Everybody just walked away from the lift and said nothing. <laughs> just said nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. did that chick well, ever make later. it down? Yeah. What chick? I don't know. I'm going to the bar. Yeah. What? Like the, the, somebody's losing their job and should. Like it's one absolutely. of those things. It, it's not one mistake. There's like five mistakes that had to happen. For there is like a this. lot yeah. that went wrong there, and you know I'm glad she's okay. You know, again, thoughts they say prayers. it was mild. Yeah, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, and <laughs> you know she she's okay, and it was a mild night, and as long as she was dressed for it, she would have been fine. But then the rescue, like rescue efforts were unsuccessful during the night you couldn't just turn it back on yeah right it's like you turn the key and it fires everything back up like yeah like i mean uh what did they say well you know it's two in the morning rescuers we're not gonna wake up our lifties to come start up the gondola like bitch come start up the gondola tim heavenly is owned by Vale resorts Vail Resorts <laughs> is a publicly traded company. They have stockholders. Do you know this would have cut into their bottom line if they would have saved this woman's life? Yes. It yes, would it have would. cost it would have taken pennies off of their their quarterly right. earnings per share. And they could not have that. Not in this not in this market. <laughs> You're right. I, I forgot to think of the investor. Think of the investor. Remember I forgot about them. Vail Resorts. Shareholders first. Skiers fifth or sixth people in the gondola 20th <laughs> and just so it's said tim is skiing for the epic pass this season <laughs> uh thank you to the new hampshire epic mountains wildcat Attach, crotchet and mount sunapee for giving me that opportunity i do have a lot of fun there and they don't have gondolas for you to get stuck in so shout out to new england we're still New England. Here. That's right. We're not oh. leaving you in the gondola. There's nobody getting caught in the tram at Cannon. That's right. And you know it's what? If happening. you do, just jump out of it, baby. I mean, Egan's did it. Dean Deacon style. Yeah. We were going to do it, but our photographer didn't show up. Scumbag. Last year, can't jump out of the tram at Cannon. This year, can't do Corbett's Kings and Queens of Corbett's. This is it's, bullshit, dude. It's a bullshit conspiracy against us, man. It is. It's it's the left wing media coming after the Alex Joneses and me. Now <laughs> I throw my hat in. Making frogs coming soon. Ugh. <laughs> Conspiracy well, speaking, soon. speaking of ugh, now this we missed this last week. I'm not gonna lie, but okay. Norwegian skier Alexander Amut Kildow grateful for support after being airlifted to hospital following brutal crash. We all know Alexander Kilde, amazing skier. He won the world cup a couple years ago, overall champion. And we all know him as Michaela Schifrin's boy toy. Yep. He's Mr. Schifrin, Mr. Schifrin. He did have a brutal accident at mm. the Lauberhorn course in Wangen, Switzerland uh, about two weeks ago before losing balance and plowing into the safety net. Now he was going, I think about 75 miles an hour, they said when he crashed and he went hard into the fence. And in doing so he tore his, or he sliced his calf 
And also, I don't know if he sliced his was his labrum or something in his shoulder. He also mm. hacked. And he was kind enough to post on Instagram the picture of his calf. And goddamn, if you have a squeamish stomach, I don't, don't recommend checking out. If you want a description, imagine going to the butcher and buying like a top round. <laughs> Take that top round, put on a cutting board, and just <laughs> hack it in half. Yep. And that's pretty much what his calf looked like. <laughs> it's pretty rough. It's brutal, dude. He looked like he got hit by a truck. Dude, it's bad. Like, there are people who say skiing's a wimpy sport. Like, he got hit by a truck and there was no truck. Yeah, he that thing just hacked his calf. And again, was it the ski? Was it the fencing? Like, who I mean, when you're, it's it. I, I don't even know for the replay. I watched it a couple times just to see if I could see anything. And it's just such a blur because, you know, it's not super zoomed in, obviously. And he was flying. Oh, and yeah. Because he, he lost balance and then had those one turn left before the finish. And it's just, oh, because you got to think too. Imagine what a World Cup racer's skis, how they must be tuned. Oh, yeah. So it could definitely have been the ski, but also hitting that netting. That's probably 65, 70 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Is, is, is just as nasty. It's the, the safety part is not really there anymore at that speed. Yeah, but, no, it doesn't matter. Helmets and that stuff. It, I mean, I, something helped him. Obviously, he's alive. He's okay. Good spirits. You know, yeah. Good spirits. He'll live to fight another day. He's got his, his super skier girlfriend to take care of them except she's hurt now too so they yeah. could be a hurt family together but um man I'm they're making some super ski babies man super ski babies super man ski babies it's the only person who will ever be able to beat her records would be her, her offspring, her offspring. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's it like the best you could do and that's even a big if like you might have to change the laws and allow doping and stuff like you might have to allow steroids for it to happen. Yeah. Because she's or, an animal. Or you get a trans skier to just destroy all the women's <laughs> records. <laughs> that's going to happen. He'll, maybe he'll come back as a woman. <laughs> Alexandra. <laughs> Alexandra Kilday and just destroy all the records. <laughs> you know, it all depends on how he did it. If he's doing it because he's really doing it, I don't care. If he does it, comes out at the end and just said, I want all the records. She pissed me off one night. We were arguing about dinner. Oh, yeah. He broke up and he's like, I'm breaking all your records, bitch. Dude, did you? (laughs) That was an episode of South Park. Did you ever see that episode of South Park? Nope. <laughs> he, he, uh, what's her name? Principal, does this vice principal, strong woman? Yeah. Her ex, who is that Macho Man? Yeah, oh yeah, I love Macho Man back in the day. He comes and just destroyed them all. Uh, that's see, so it could happen. It's possible <laughs> if South you know, Park says it could happen, it can happen. They have called, I mean, the Simpsons, their, their record of calling things is, is almost just a little weird. It's a little it's, weird. I don't know if they're just like tied into the Illuminati or something. And they're just like throwing little nuggets at you that kind of will come true in like 20 years, but their record is pretty on point. Except the thing that bothers me about the Simpsons is it kind of proves a point. I always said about the Nostradamus prophecies. I was like, they said it then and we're just putting the pieces in now. Like he totally predicted that. Like it's so vague. Yeah. But the Simpsons stuff, some of it's a lot closer to spot on than vague. Yeah. I have to admit. So 
I don't know, man. But it could happen if yeah. Alexandra wants to come out and wreck shop after Michaela breaks his heart and turns to evil Michaela, evil which is Michaela. something we, we talked about that at the World Cup, me and a couple of the other guys who were standing there. Um, in fact, actually, in one of your episodes, it might have been in the Damon Emerald episode, you were talking about watching it on TV. And uh, I, I forgot because I was listening to the car. I meant to text you later that day and be like, dude, did you see me down in the in the pit? Like I was there. <laughs> I had the high vis on and everything. That's the beauty of the high vis. Huh? That's the beauty of the high vis. That is. You could find me on camera. Yeah. Yeah. I'm high visible. But (laughs) she was, uh, so she was talking to Doug Lewis after, you know, at the podium when she won on uh, slalom day, I think, or no, maybe it was uh, GS day because she was in third and um, she used the S word openly, which I thought was hysterical because this is on some NBC affiliate somewhere. And we're like, oh, naughty language. I'm like, oh, she's like evil Michaela now. Like, remember when Tiger came back after all this shit went down and he had the goatee and shit? I was like, now we're evil Michaela era where she's just going to come and start kicking bitches off the podium and stuff. It's going to be great. (laughs) Just wearing like black leather when she's skiing. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And she's just going to dominate even worse and make it. Dyes her hair black. Like, oh, yeah. Red lipstick. Like, oh, it'd be amazing. Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, me and Petra, we have a friendly rivalry. Now it's just like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you want some of this? Be awesome. Petra was not happy that she came in second that day either. She was not happy yeah. because her run was flawless and she lost by like less than a second. I felt it's, bad. I remember just watching those races and, you know, I don't watch a ton of women's skiing, but I always watch the Killington race. And Mm. you just watch how some of these women just at the top that were, had really strong runs. They were Mm. skiing so violently because of course, and Michaela just is so smooth. Like she always looks in control and fast, but she wasn't making all those hard jarring turns. It was so much smoother down, which is why she doesn't waste all the energy up top and then lose it all at the bottom. Like a lot of them did. She makes it look effortless. It's, it's ridiculous how good she really is. And to see it in person is ridiculous. 100% suggested if you can, if they get the race back, I think last year was the last contracted one. Um, But I'm sure they're doing like one ups like every year, right? They weren't doing like a long, I I think so. But I'm sure they'll get it back if they want it, because the Americans love that course. The racers, the women, the American women, the foreign women all love this course. They love it. They can't say enough good things about coming to Killington. They all love it. Um, uh, 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 Brigioni there from Italy. Federica. Yeah. Federica, who is stunning in person. Like, I don't mean to sound like a pig, but I, I, I was like, oh, my goodness, you're freaking gorgeous my god um but beauty in the eye of the beholder um but but you know mario might be skiing with her right now i hope he is i hope he is she's she's a lot of fun actually the italians were a lot of fun because they were we were standing next to their whole group even the people who didn't have to ski that day were down there cheering on the other teammates like team yeah. yeah sportsmanship and team like camaraderie for them is a thing and they loved it they were very cool um a lot of fun to talk to but again, they all said that course, that is the course. They love that course. That's great. And they love that crowd. There's no crowd like that on the circuit anywhere in the world. Um, highly suggested. If they get it back and they run it again, if you can get up to it, do it. It's worth it. it it's, nice. it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I have, but the anyway. dumbest, I have the dumbest question about that. Sure. Where do they stay? 
the racers do they just rent like a like a house like an airbnb and every like every team has like their own house or do they stay at the grand hotel do they do they like, <laughs> i hope they're not standing do they at stay the- at like the pine like the, the bear pine motel like i've always wanted to know it's a good question. And I actually had that same question um, because I hope it's not at the Killington Grand. That place looks like it was built in 98 and it was. It was actually built in 97, I think. 97 or 98. Um, and it I looks like. I stayed there once and I was very excited. And I got there and it was extremely underwhelming. It is. It it sucks. It's it's now it's dated. Um, it's mostly timeshares anyway. Yeah. Um, the 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 Grand uh, the Grand Summit Hotel at, Kil- at Mount Snow is the same. If you all remember the American Skiing Company, um, shout out to Dan Egan who on the Ski Six Hundred Three podcast just had Les Auten. It would seem I haven't listened to it yet, but he's there. And I've been trying to track down Les for like a year and a half now. Almost had him and didn't get him. I was pissed. But anyway, um. You know, they built all these different summit hotels and it's like they didn't take care of them. Like, I haven't been in the one in Mount Snow in a while, but the at Killington Grand, my sister got married there and I was not impressed with anything but the food. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty rough, but I hope they're not staying there. But if it's any indication, I was talking to someone at Waterville Valley um, and they just had their World Cup. Uh, last weekend and uh, for moguls and dual moguls and the, one of the women who works there shout out to Abby there. She, uh, she said she was on there renting every single thing she could find in the area for athletes and coaches and trainers and technicians and then production wow. crews and NBC and, and, and whoever else had to come like it's a, it's a big to do. And if she had to do that for the Waterville event, which was much smaller I can only imagine where they're putting them. Like, I mean, I'm sure they were picking up Airbnbs, condos, houses, hotels, whatever they could get. Like it, it's, it's, it's a big to do logistically. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. And I, well, I think Killington too has a lot more infrastructure in place than Waterville does. Like Waterville has that little village at the yeah. bottom there. But once you get out of there, like there's nothing to get to the highway. Yeah. There's like right around where that village is. There's a few condo neighborhoods. Yeah. I guess I, you know, this, this past week, it was the first time I ever went there to that part okay. of it. I had never gone past the access road coming <laughs> in from the interstate. So I said, you know what, since I'm here, and I was actually looking for something to drink. So I was like, I'm gonna swing down here and see if there's a convenience store. Um, because the, I got, I was leaving at like noon and, and then the cafe was mobbed because it was noon. So I was like, I got to find something. And uh, yeah, there's a few condo neighborhoods kicking around and I'm sure those were all rented. Hotels were rented. I'm sure they had people as far out as Plymouth. You know, this was a Saturday and there were buses like going up to it, like school buses. I'm like, are those actual racer kids going to watch or are those the actual athletes just trying to get up the hill? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Cause you're right. Killington has a lot going on. Waterville is more rural. It's kind of out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of like itself. state, either state or national forest around it too. So there, yeah. isn't, there isn't like a lot of build. Oh yeah, there. No, the, there isn't. They uh, they actually border the White Mountain National Forest. I think. Yeah, and uh, they're very happy about that because they're the first place you hit in the White Mountains coming up from Boston. So there you yep. go. They get there them all first. They get them all first, um, and then everybody then goes to Loon, which is the next one, and then I think Cannon's the next one through there unless you go the other way then you go to attach and all that stuff over there but yeah it's it's something else and you're right it's it's interesting logistically to think about where do they put all these people and then there's still spectators like for the killington race they're important 
we get a small city in Vermont for a weekend, a whole small city worth of people. Thousand people they were getting. Yeah. Like this year was a little uh, on Saturday. Yeah. It was the bigger day this year, which is weird. Cause Sunday's usually the big day. That's the slalom day. That's mm-hmm. the day Michaela's going to win and everybody wants to see it, <laughs> but there wasn't as many this time, but she did come in fifth last year. So maybe people thought she might've lost it. I was like, she didn't lose it. You have, you can't come in first every time. And she'll tell you that. Yeah. She came in third this year, right? Third GS day, first slalom day. Yeah. So she podium two days in a row. And then I think she might've gotten podium the next week in uh, at Treblant. So she's still kicking ass and taking names. She's just uh, adding numbers to her, her records. I think she's at 96 now, 96 total. That's so insane. She's what, 27? Yeah, 27. And this was like her first real injury. And it's not even that bad. Yeah. Like she's, it's an unbeatable record. And you wonder too, like, is she going to shift to the downhill then? Which, you know, a lot of skiers, when they get a little older, they're not doing the, the slalom. Yeah. As Might much as well. they move towards the downhill. Because I know she's done it a couple times. And won. And won. But it's not like her focus. But no. is she going to start shifting to that, you know, and to more of that than the slalom? Yeah, if she's more open to the Super G and downhill, that might as well keep adding more records, unbeatable records. Yeah. Where does it end? She, she sky's the limit. Like, she really gets to choose the record. It's it's hers to to choose. Yeah. Sorry, Alex, that your girlfriend overshadows you so much that we were talking about you and then we ended up talking about her. Sorry, well, buddy. And part of the reason why I even want to talk about the story is that one thing from a very selfish point of view is that mm. right now, Tim, you and I, we are better skiers than him at this moment. At this very moment, this I can moment, tan his eye. Crush him in any event. Any discipline you want i will smoke him and brian will smoke him right behind me (laughs) in fact we'll do it heads up like they do in the world pro ski tour we'll do it head to head let's go yeah until he feels better and we didn't know that and we get there and he comes walking up not Mm -hmm. being rolled up in a wheelchair and i'll be like i hurt my back (laughs) i hurt everything Screw it. I'll do it. I'll do it anyway. Let's if I'm going to get, if I'm going to get whooped, I might as well get whooped by the best. Like racing for pinks. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think pink's a little something different there. Whoa. You want my 20. I was just talking about my 20, uh, 2006 Subaru legacy. Pink I would slip. love. <laughs> I know what you were talking about, but I'm going to feel like something else by the time he's done tanning my hide. <laughs> what was in that ginger ale there, Tim? <laughs> there might have been a little caffeine in there. I feel a little squirrely right now, or maybe there it wasn't enough caffeine. I know there was none in there, and I'm tired. I'm getting squirrely as hell. That's all right. But, Alex, we're just kidding, man. No worries. I know you could whoop me at any given day. We're not going to you steal your girl. Don't worry. Respect. Nope. I, I don't want her. She's too young for me. Game respects game. Alex. That's right. Get well soon. Get well soon, buddy. I hope you're all right. I hope your chick's all right. And uh, you know, he'll he's doing well too. Like he's no slouch. So dude, if you were a big jacked, handsome Norwegian skier, you'd be doing pretty well yourself too. Yeah, it must be nice to be the real Thor to look at Hemsworth and be like, whatever. He's definitely <laughs> Thor adjacent, if not, if nothing else. He's a beautiful man. I got. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound too gay or anything. But I was watching videos of him doing squats the one day. I was like, "Look at that guy's goddamn legs! Like just these thighs, just massive." 
he's in shape. I and it, <laughs> it, it, it bothers me because it doesn't. I didn't think a skier was supposed to be built like that. Yeah, you know, from a like all kidding aside, like the the kid is built. And I think more like, like wiry kind of, and I would think that somebody yeah. who was like not tall and like wiry, but smaller and wiry, like just just all legs. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just legs and shoulders, and that's it. Yeah. And like that thing from Monsters Inc., the green thing there, Mike Wisowski or whatever his name is. <laughs> like that's a skier, mm. you know. And but this kid, he's he's throwing up, you know, putting weight on these bars, and it's just like, and then crushing. But then again, physics. I don't know weight. Maybe you know gravity faster. I have no idea. I don't know how it works. It does make a lot of sense because. And we actually talked about this on one of our podcasts and Mario and I were kind of getting a little stupid. We're like, what if like, <laughs> I think we talked about Lindsay Vaughn. If she came back and just gained like 50 pounds, like would she be better in the downhill? Like just mm. got like fat and just was like, again, because of physics, like just flying. Would that but kept, help? But kept the legs together because you need the legs. You need the legs. Cause again, if your top starts getting a little to the side, yeah all up there that's a problem because snapping that back you know She'd it's like be, the g-forces going you know it, she might be in pain in the core but she might gain a few you know seconds on her times just that it'd be awesome i'd love to see her gain the weight and do it right? that'd be great i'm not just like, i'm not fat phobic just all button thighs just all, so- bu- <laughs> <laughs> just all button thighs just like whoa like Medea. Schemadia.com. <laughs> Thick with three C's. Go get her, Lindsay. That's right. Shout out to Lindsay Vaughn. Brian's actually met her. I haven't. The comeback. The thick, oh, it'd be amazing. The comeback. She's arrogant, though. That's the thing that bothered me about Lindsay Vaughn. It's like, I want to ski with the men. I would have let her. I'm like, go for it. Your times mean nothing. Come in 30th place. Yeah. Like, are you technically better? Yes. But physics, that's a thing. Sorry. Yeah. Come again. Yeah. We can actually segue into your last story with the physics part, because, again, how are people doing shit like this? I don't understand. Yeah, we got one final story here, and we alluded to it a little earlier. I think. Didn't mm-hmm. we talk about the X Games? Maybe we did it before bit. we started recording. I think we did before we started, yeah. Winter X Games, Aspen 2024, went down this past weekend. And the big story is that Chloe Kim is making her first X Games appearance since 2021. And she did not disappoint, becoming the first woman to land a 1260 in snowboard competition. She tied Kelly Clark's record for most wins, seven, by winning the women's super pipe. And then double Olympic champion Eileen Gu returned to the X Games after last year's injury and won the freestyle half pipe. She skis for China, but is was an American. Yeah. Take that however you want. Here's a couple of names of the winners. <laughs> Women's snowboard slope side, Mia Brooks was the winner. Women's snowboard super pipe, Chloe Kim. Mm-hmm. Men's snowboard knucklehuck, Liam Brearley. Men's big air, ski big air, Troy Podmilsack. Podmilsack. Sorry if I'm messing it up, Troy. You're way better than I am. So shout out, Men's, Troy. Shout out, Troy. Men's <laughs> snowboard super pipe, Scotty James. I don't like it pronounced. Men's yep, ski slope style, Burke Rude, Norwegian. 
pals with Alexander Kilday, I'm sure. Women's snow arrival, snowboard knucklehuck, Kokomo Marasi, women's ski knucklehuck, Olivia Asseline, women's ski superpipe, Eileen Gu, women's ski big air, Tesla Dew, men's snowboard big air, Taiga Hasegawa, men's okay. ski knucklehuck, Colby Stevenson. Men's snowboard slope style, Red Gerard. There you go. There's a name I know. <laughs> There's Red. My uh, my wife loves her sister's Instagram. His sister's Instagram. Oh, nice. Tegan Gerard. She has Shout this half baked harvest. Shout out. Your recipes are so good. Shout out to the Gerard Talent, family. Talented family, man. Mm-hmm. Well rounded. Right. Women's ski slope style, Tesla do again. Men's ski superpipe, Alex Ferreira. Women's snowboard, big air, Kokomo Marasi again. Huge shout out to all the winners. Yeah. I got to watch a little bit of the X Games. I didn't watch too much. I watched some of the pre prime time, which is the weird stuff that's yes. not as exciting. Um, <laughs> which, you know, I wanted to watch the good stuff, but I just, I just didn't. Every year, I get excited to watch X Games, and then I always find a way to blow it. So that's on I mean, me. Congrats and shout out to the winners. Absolutely, man. Uh, that's awesome that Chloe Kim is coming up the way everybody kind of hoped she would. I don't know. I don't think anybody knew because she come out. What was that last year? Year before? Like I'm going to go to college. Like that's what I'm going to do. And she goes to Princeton, Jersey, right on, and. <laughs> You know, she's doing her thing and she's having fun on, you know, she she she's not doesn't really do the influencer thing, but she dresses up and takes pictures when she's out on the town on Instagram and stuff. You know, very pretty young lady. And here she comes after a three year hiatus from the X Games is like, hey, oh, by the way, I'm going to do something you can't do and throw a 1260. And it's not like she's a big person. She's little. Mm-hmm. And she throws a 1260 in half pipe. Like and I love know, Kelly Clark, I do, but she could never. She never came to did that. And guess where Chloe could be practicing three sixty five seven days a week. <laughs> Big snow, American Jersey's dream. home to year round skiing. Look at yeah. that! Look at my laser. Yes, can I do I, that? I just made lasers. <laughs> Shit, I can't do it. That's awesome. How did I make lasers? That was pretty awesome. So you got metal. Make skiing metal again, man. I made balloons before. I don't know how that happened. And now I made metal. <laughs> We're such simpletons, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> it was awesome. You got to be something. It's awesome. Be something. But yes. you're right. She she crushes. And she'd be crushing at Big Snow American Dream. Jersey's if home. She want, if she wanted to be an accountant, she'd be the best goddamn account ever like there's just certain people who are just so good at being good at things yeah and she seems to be one of those people yeah she really is like it's amazing that how well she's done just coming up and again another youngster if she wants to keep going she can break more records yeah these every generation man they seem to just be pushing further and further and we were talking about that too before we were recording um eileen goo you know what whatever eileen go i don't remember how it's actually pronounced um she's good she dominates she went over to china steven crowder had a problem with it i don't like crowder anymore just not in my wheelhouse anymore whatever but shout out to her too but chloe kim man that's awesome 
she yeah. she destroys she destroys love her yeah. incredible incredible freaking kids freaking so congrats kids. to everyone who competed who won another year in the books yeah Next man. games aspen another fun thing to see in person if you get the chance i've i've gone twice worked at one went to the other it's fun. nice well speaking at of being at big events you kind of alluded to before mm-hmm. main topic tim ski rex media you were just at waterville valley for the freestyle competition yes how was that i had a good time I really did. Part of the reason I wanted to go was a it's a World Cup event and they can be great. B I'm a media person so I can get the clicks and the likes and the whatnot. Um, and C I wanted to see how it differed from the Killington World Cup. Uh, the Killington World Cup being women's slalom and GS. Um, as we said, Michaela Schifrin, Petra Vilova, Paula Moulton, all these you know names you know, Frederica Brignoni, all these people. And, uh, you know, that are really good side note from that. I did want to just tell everybody you can have a laugh at my expense. I bombed a joke in front of Wendy holding her so bad. It wasn't because English was her second language. It was just that bad of a joke. And she looked at me like I had three heads. So shout out to Wendy and the Swiss team. Um, there you go. But I wanted to see how it was different. Um, logistically, I wanted to see how it was the venue. For instance, for those who have never been to, uh, Killington, the superstar trail where the races are held comes right into the main lodge's backyard. You could conceivably, if you wanted to ski off a of superstar into the parking lot, it's right there where lower Bobby's run at Waterfield Valley, where the moguls course was, you have to ski to it or take a lift up and walk down to it or walk up to it. It's not in the backyard and it can't be because it needs a steep run. But that wasn't the only thing that was different. The other thing that's different is the Killington race. You can't see the whole thing from the bottom. You get the last little bit that for this uh, Killington event, the moguls and dual moguls, you get the whole track. You can see it. Every sight line is perfect because it's a smaller, you know, it's the distance is as much. And because it's so steep, just the angle of it. It's awesome. You can see the whole thing. You can see the first jump. You can see the mogul run. You can see the second jump. It's great. Plus, they left part of the trail open that it's on. You could actually, if you wanted to, have gone up, skied down, and hung out on the side of the course and watched right next to them, basically. So you could really see them just go bomb past you. It was pretty cool. It was a cool event. Uh, cool event. Yeah, just looking at the, the trail map, you can see that there's like a huge wooded area at the bottom of it between where the end of the course is and, like you said, down to the base lodge area. So there's, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, there's no way you could see from the bottom down there. Yeah, it's not. And if if you could, that would be cool too, but you definitely need that steep and you know, that's their steepest thing. And again, logistically it was something else, you know, they had to have everybody, you know, Tim Smith, um, you know, I did a quick interview with him, put it up as a bonus episode of the ski Rex media podcast. You can check that out. Um, at all the same places you can find Brian and Mario's podcast, just put in ski Rex media instead of ski bomb podcast and you'll find it. And, um, you know, he was talking about how they were building them, you know, in the old days like you just you straight built them by skiing them off here they were up there with a winch cat and a, and, and, and a standard cat building i i can't i'm not really 100 i didn't have a hundred percent understanding of it but they were able to build it up with the jumps with the cats and then ski it out and it made for a more 
um, how did he put it? I forget how exactly he put it, but it made the course just that much better. It's a, it's a whole to do. It was very interesting. I thought. Yeah, that's always something I've wondered too. How do you make a mogul course that perfect? Mm. Because again, it, you're not going to just let people ski on it. Because have you met people? Yeah, have you seen how people ski moguls? <laughs> yeah, not like the these kids. Commoner? Yeah, I can't do it. I had someone comment on one of my uh, on Instagram. I think it was on one of my uh, videos from the race. And he's like, my what did he say? My MCL tour just looking at that or something. I, I can't remember what he said exactly. But uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's they make it look easy. And it it's not it's not just a mogul course. It's a steep mogul course that they're hammering through, hammering yeah. through. And it's very cool because you get the jumps in there, too. Um it, there was a lot of hype around it because this is kind of where Waterville Valley was kind of where all that stuff started. The birthplace of the freestyle skiing people like Wayne Wong, who was there. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but oh, he was, was he? there. He oh, was, nice. I missed him though. I was a little bummed out by that, but I missed him, but he was there, you know, back in his day, these guys were just going up and skiing the moguls that they were making just by skiing. And it was a whole other thing. And now you got kids again, progressing where they're hitting you know, these double cork 780, 20, 1200, whatever they're doing it, you know, it's, it's ridiculous what they can do. It really is. And, you know, I, I will say if you're looking for the excitement, you would think that the event itself would be more exciting, that tricks would be more exciting than just a straight slalom race. Maybe it was because of the crowd size. Maybe it was because the commentators were different. Uh, shout out to Doug Lewis. Uh, I don't know if you got to meet him down at um, Snowbound. Uh, yeah, I met he, him a couple times. Yeah. So, so there you go. He's he's great doing commentary at the Killington race. Um, the guy who was doing it up here just he was kind of boring, kind of monotonic. It was whatever. But still fun to watch and to get the walk in because they do set up a foot pass so you can walk. You can download on the lift if you want, or you can walk down. And I chose the walk down because I've skied Waterville Valley a few times. So I wanted to see the walk. It's a nice walk. You're kind of walking to Winter Wonderland. Hmm. You're kind of checking out the people as they're skiing by. Like I, I, I said, highly recommended, man. If you're here for both days, ski up to the venue on one and then walk, you know, do the foot path on the other day. It's kind of worth it. It's kind of neat. It's a neat event it's different experience it, it's an experience and it was their first time doing this like they've done nationals for juniors um and again they had the you know the old school days of doing it but it wasn't like this it wasn't as precision it wasn't as technical so it's you know it's this you know it's really their first time out doing it and they 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 pulled it off and man they put so much into it like god they were Tim Smith was saying they were running fiber optic cable and new electric wires up there just for the event during the summer. Like the snow melted and they were just running cable like in building stuff. It was wow. It was a to do. It was really an accomplishment. And, you know, being first year out when you're successful, you could still take those notes and say, you know, next year, this is what we're going to do different. And it's going to be great. And they've already have uh, their second year contracted. So it's a guarantee it's going to be there. Oh, that's so cool. get, yeah, get up to Waterville for next year, kids. That's a, that's a lot of fun. When was the last time they had it? Do you know? A World Cup? Yeah. Um, it was it was a while ago. I want to say it was in the 90s and it was an alpine. It wasn't a freestyle. 
Oh, so it's been a real long time then for the Yeah, season. yeah, no World Cup, no like high, no professional national competition in freestyle. Like they have had juniors. Like last year they had um junior nationals for uh moguls or dual moguls maybe i can't remember exactly which one it was but they have done it so they do still have some experience but it's a world cup so you know you have the u.s ski team there you have every other ski team there um you have all of us media dummies there having fun you know and i and i saw a couple people that i met at killington from the media too so that was a lot of fun i was in the same room with james sununu uh, the brother, or I think of Governor Chris Sununu. <laughs> so it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, man. You can rub elbows with with politicians, man. It, it's it's wild. It's a whole thing. That's pretty funny. But yeah, the family uh, owns oh, the mountain, so yeah, that's yeah, it's still a family thing. run, like family owned mountain, which is pretty amazing. It is the Sununu family. The Sununu family runs it. Um, you know, if you, you know, Chris, Chris Sununu is governor, current governor of New Hampshire. He's not seeking reelection um, when the time comes. He's already said that um, his father or grandfather um, was a big to do. Uh, now I'm blanking on his name. But if you used to watch Murphy Brown and then they used to reference the Sununu, that was the guy. And that John. I think that might have been it. Yeah. It's it's hard for me to remember. I don't have the memory I used to have. Um, yeah, I just vaguely remember like back in the day hearing that name. Like maybe it was like a or even like a Robin Williams skit or something talking about like politics. Yeah, because he was down there in the house. I can't remember exactly if he was Senate, if he was representative, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, well, Congress. I don't know if he was in the House or the Senate, but he was definitely part of Congress, as I recall. Um, or he might have had something else. I can't remember. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful, man? I need some ginkgo or something to get that mind right. But yeah, um, yeah he uh, in fact, he actually spoke. The old man spoke when they opened their six pack chair. And he he's a character and he's he's a pretty funny guy and a lot of fun. Great family. Um, you know, God, I was having my interview with Tim Smith, president and GM. His son walked into his office. So he's there. Another person walks into his office. It was his wife's there that she's their financial person. It's a whole the a family runs it, has run it. His family all works there. It's it's a family. It's a it's probably the biggest independent hill you can come across in New England. Yeah. It's and so it's crazy wonderful. to think about. Yeah. Cause you know, there's there's a lot of weird stuff that's just amazing about Waterville Valley. Again, family run place. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, the first place you hit when you're coming up. 93 into the white mountains. Yep. 93, 91, 93, 93. Right. Okay. I was right. I don't know why I second right, guess man. myself. <laughs> and it's just, again, you're used to everything being on icon, epic, epic icon and to have mm-hmm. something that big family run the birthplace of freestyle skiing. Mm-hmm. You get, not the first place you would think of. So it's, yeah. I remember, and it just, it feels very just nice there. I don't know if that's the, the right, best way to describe it. It's just, it's nice. I would say that's a good way to describe it because it is. It's just nice. You get off the interstate and you start driving up to it. You hit one light and then you just keep driving in. You're in the White Mountain National Forest. So you see like entrances to um, campgrounds and, 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 and not like, you know, your average campground camping resort KOA. I'm talking like backcountry camp areas trails, all kinds of stuff. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like we said, yeah, you know, it doesn't have, you know, like Killington has Rutland right there. And then Killington itself, you know, it's, it's kind of out there in the middle of nowhere. And it, it's really, they do a great job. 
they're in a great place. They get snow when other places get rain. They 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 know how to run their their groomers. They know how to blow snow. They have an incredible snowmaking system, very state of the art. They stay on top of technology there. Um, that new six pack chair they put in this season was just it. it robots could, are basically running it. Like you look at a screen, it'll tell you what's wrong with it. You just go fix it. Like that's a, it. And it's, it's something heated. Else. It's, it's um, very impressive. Actually, no, theirs is not heated. Theirs isn't heated. Are you sure? It is a it is a bubble, but it is not heated. And I remember talking to Tim Smith about. It. I was like, "Did you go for the heat?" And I can't remember why he said they didn't go for the heat, but they didn't. Cause I thought it was heated too. And that's why I asked, I was like, is it heated or is it just a bubble? He's like, it's just a bubble this time, but it's an auto bubble. It'll go up and come down for you. You don't have to do anything. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice chair. It is comfortable. The seats, the, 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 the company that made the seats makes seats for Ferrari. Like that, that's, yeah. it, it's a nice chair. It, it, it really like, is. Like those gamer seats. Those yeah. It's kind of like that. Like a race car seat. Yeah. I'd say if you've been in one of the, uh, like say the, the uh, bubble quads or the bubble six at Okemo, this kicks the hell out of those. Like it's so much nicer. I don't know how it compares to the eight pack at loon. I haven't done that, but I have heard people tell me that chair is a piece. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, (laughs) but I haven't been there. So the first years are always rough on those, those chairs. There always seems to be little glitches or, issues but true I, I remember when we were there last year they it was down for like an hour and it was a, were, it was a media day and there was people doing ski demos mm-hmm. and you just saw that chair just sitting there for an hour and you know when we were there it was me and mario and he had a flight that afternoon like imagine mm-hmm. you had a flight you're like i'll get one or two more runs and no problem and then your chair stops and you're like oh my god what am i gonna do <laughs> Yeah, that's a bummer too because that chair it did even on its first day it was it took them a little while to get it running like yeah. like I remember like you saw people from the company that installed it were kind of running around trying to get this thing moving in the right direction and come on sure Hans get this thing fixed yeah and and it was a real bummer because it's the only one of its kind in the U.S. it's unique yeah um but it's now that it works it's very cool and it's very cool i wrote it on the first day like it was fine the after they got whatever issue it was the only other issue it had was that the auto bubble wasn't dropping or going up when it was supposed to so you had to you had to lift it with your uh, bar. <laughs> you know i know it, what the minute. fuck dude like i I'm like minute. i'm here for i'm here to be pampered that's right like are like uh, do i have to go back to the hermitage like <laughs> I'll, I'll do it <laughs> I'll do it because their bubble chair is just as nice. It's not. It's it's a nice chair, but it's not like this thing. Nothing is like this thing. This is a good one. Yeah. Waterville is great. I tell everybody I love it. Uh, it's, it doesn't it's, feel pretentious either. It's just no. nice. It's just nice. And they have, it's got a great setup. The way, you know, where it sits, it gets snow when others get rain. It, it, the way the mountain, it's got the trails cut. You can go one direction, you can go another direction. You could go up that six pack, hop off, then get on a surface lift, a T bar, and go up even further if you want and get that. They have those race courses. Yeah. The race trails. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. That's the wide open, steep blues that you can just bomb down. Yeah, it, Waterville. I, I tell, I've told a lot of people if you're check out Waterville, it's worth the it's worth the drive. And if you have an Indy Pass, you have two days there. And 
if you have, if you like to cross country, you have two more days on your Indy pass there because they have a huge cross country center too. Like whatever you want, they, they can do it. Yeah. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised because I, mm. again, I had no idea what to expect and it was just such a, such a, we had a perfect day too. We, we lucked out. It was, you know, bluebird day, probably mid thirties and it was just, just fun. It's a fun place to ski. Yeah, I was kind of bummed I couldn't join you because we went to Cannon like the day before or something, and it was just yeah. fog so dense we didn't even know we were standing next to the tram building. That was the top. funniest thing. What's this weird building here for? Yeah, oh, it's only the biggest lift on the mountain, but whatever. Oh, An 80-person oh. tram can park in there. Two 80-person <laughs> trams can park in there. That's how dense the fog was, though. Like, we, it may sound like we're stupid. No way, dude. Like, God, I think Mario has a video of the tram car coming out of the fog. That was a cool like video. Could, yeah, That was cool. You could not see it. And it's again, it's a big 80 person tram car. That's bright red. Yeah. And you couldn't see it. It was dangerous foggy up there. And we were still up there doing it. Yeah, that's what we do. We commit to skiing. Yeah. We commit to skiing and we do it. Well, yeah. we showed up. Our photographer didn't. So you know, much. son of a bitch but like you the said you would have the jump anyway yeah it would have been it would have been ugly the, mm-hmm. the photo would have come out like shit it, it would have been whatever if it's not beautiful why do it we don't get out of bed for under a hundred thousand anyway so i don't i don't exactly i had a wicked good save there i went there again with uh scooter and his dad shout out and rest in peace uh me and Scoot were bombing down that one steep that heads down towards the tram. I think we all did it. And there was like, they built up like there was where I was. And then there was like a six or seven inch drop. I didn't see coming. And I was all, and I, I recovered. I didn't go down, man. It's pretty happy. (laughs) I looked good, man. Scooter makes me look good. I don't know what it is. He's my good luck charm. He inspires you. He does. He's, He's your muse. He is. Never follow Scooter. We've gotten separated many times at Ski Hills. We got separated, actually, too, I think, at Cannon. I I don't don't remember. We might have. I don't remember. There was that one part where we went really far skiers left, and we ended up, like, in in these, like, we were like, is this the resort still? Because it was, like, all this grass was, like, it's, like, high grass. (laughs) Yeah, that was that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, what the hell is going on here? We were skiing in a field. Yeah, Where the hell are we? It was like uh, here. That, that's fine. That's fine. We made it though. We it got was, through. It was good. It was it's good. Hey, yeah. we're good, man. We ski well. Yeah. We're not the best. I don't. I don't ever say I'm the best. I'm not. I'm usually the worst of the group. I don't care. I just but, love it. But that's, that's what Ski Rex. That's what Ski Rex Media is. You don't have to be the best. Yeah. That's what I push. I say you don't have to be the best. Just have fun. Go out there. Do it your way. There's a lot of gatekeeping in our sport. I feel like you're not doing it this way. Then you suck in your opposer. Like what? Dude, what? What? Like yeah. I'm here to do it. Like I'm just I'm not trying to impress. I, you know, I've done that. I've been there. Done that. Like impress girls because I can go 80 miles an hour down a hill. Ooh, stupid. I don't do that shit anymore. <laughs> I'm just out there to do it and do it with my friends and hang out. That's it. And That's what fun. I do. Because it's fun. It's fun. Skiing is the best. It, it's so much fun. It, I mean, you take what you want out of it. Do you just like being outside? That's cool. There's a lot outside. Take in the views, man. I do a view check all the time on social media when I'm up in a place, especially if it's a new place. If I'm yeah. at Crotchet, I went to Crotchet for the first time. I was like, look at these views, man. <laughs> I was mad I couldn't get a video of the view from the top of Mount Sunapee 
where you could see Killington, Okemo, Bromley, Mount Snow, and Haystack that day. Like, wow. it, yeah, you could see them all. And I was, and I recognized most of them too. Like, I honestly thought that Bromley, someone told me it was Bromley, but Bromley faces south. But does, yeah. now, now that I think about it, there is a little bit on the eastern, not face, it kind of starts to come around to the eastern side of Bromley. Maybe that's what I saw because I thought it was a Scutney myself. But somebody there told me that was actually Bromley. So, but I got the other ones right. I never get those right. <laughs> I know I can't do that. I can't play that game as well as some people. Yeah, doing those uh, James James Niehaus uh, guess the mountain of trail maps. I, I was at Bolton one day, and I could. It was a beautiful day, and I saw a mountain in the distance. I'm like, that's Smuggler's Notch. I'm like later. No, did I say smugglers notch? No, I don't remember who I, which one I said it was, but I, I skied and I come across it. I did this whole bit on social media, like for the day I was like, by the time I was done, I was like, I have no idea what the hell that is. I have no idea where I'm at. I barely know. I'm looking towards the West. <laughs> it was white face. Someone Whoa. told me, I was like, Whoa, like by car, that's not far. It's only three hours from where I live now. So it's like two, uh, just about two from Bolton, but still okay. you're seeing that far out like that. It was a beautiful day. The Lake Champlain was, there, yeah. yeah, Lake Champlain was shimmering. Bolton Valley is great uh, for anybody who's never been there. Go there too. That place is amazing. Indy pass again. Indy over corporate, man. It's amazing how many good places are on the Indy pass, especially in New England. So many good places, including my place, Whaleback Mountain, which I am at two nights a week doing lifts. The Lord's work. The book is almost finally finished. (laughs) I was going to write a book about the experience from last year. And I remember you said it. We were doing an episode. I was on your podcast and you called it the Lord's work. I'm like, well, I'm stealing that. And I'm writing this book and it sucked. And then I wrote it again. I was like, it fucking sucked. And it's like, I know it's, and I don't mean that from a, you know, a person is their own worst critic. Like we know that it was from a more technical sense. It was I like, I know how to write and I know this was bad. Not what was me self pity. It was like, all right, this is bad. I got to start over, but I think I'm almost done. <laughs> nice. Revise, yeah, revise, so. revise, right? Hey, you know, I, I look at my shelf over here, which thank goodness there's only this much on the video version of this because behind me on my desk is a mess. My office is just torn apart. Um, God, there's like a pile of hats over there and shit and stuff. But I have like Egan's book here, 30 years in a white haze. Awesome. I have the Delena's book here without restraint. Um, I got powder days for my, uh, for a Christmas present this year. I was like, I want a book next to those Kim's book. I have Kim's book, Kimberly K, you, you know, um, you know, I have all these books. I was like, I want mine next to them. That's what I want. Look at you. I love that. I'm going to do. So when's it going to come out? Hopefully before the end of the season, but it might be the beginning of the summer now because like you, I've just lost time. Like you haven't gotten to get out on snow a lot. I haven't either. It's just time, 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 time. It's just time. It keeps on slipping. You know, and when you're trying, like, for those who don't know, sometimes putting together a podcast takes more. Like, we've been talking for an hour and a half. Brian, this could take you another two, three hours to edit. I don't know. Yep, you know and for me, it could be. I, I do it light editing. I don't think too. Out. <laughs> no, neither do I. And sometimes it's just you got to. you know, because I have to add stuff like Brian did his ad read while I was here because I'm Tario today. 
It's great. <laughs> but I usually don't. So I go back in and re-record the ad reads and do all this other stuff. And, you know, it's it, it feels kind of stupid to say that here I am in the ski media world and I haven't been skiing. I've done six days, six, but it's yeah. February. I can get in a bunch. I can get in a bunch. That's the way I'm looking at it. February is going to be epic. March is going to be epic. And you coming up here? Um, I'm going to be up at Stratton actually in a couple of weeks because I got an icon pass. So got an icon right on. Yeah. So we're doing, I'm bringing the whole family. I got nice. lessons for the kids. Nice. I sold a kidney so I could pay for this goddamn trip. Good man. You don't for, need it. We're staying for four nights. Uh, nice. so psyched about that. So that's going to be that uh, second week in February. And I'm still hoping to get out West. Um, cause cool. my buddy Nick's out in Colorado and, we're trying for President's Weekend. Didn't work. So maybe maybe the end of February. We shall see. Very nice. Very nice, but, dude. Yeah. Hey. I, I got a lot of skiing to do in February. That's it's, that's going to happen. Dude, I'd invite myself along in February. If you're at Stratton, I can make it. I'm coming. Dude, absolutely. You might see High Viz just flying down Black Bear and Polar Bear, man. I love it. I've never and seen like Stratton it. before. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm not going to say, oh, dude, you're in for a treat. But I like Stratton. I do um the one of our favorites a friend of mine who um who who used to work there and ski there and actually lives not too far from there he uh he he showed me is it polar bear to black bear or black bear to polar bear off the top i can never remember which comes first but it's like a diamond and a blue and that is a fun run and we bombed it once me the my bestie, my BFF, and uh, two of our other friends who aren't as experienced as we are. And uh, it was a cloudy day, a foggy day, and it was, <laughs> they were blowing snow on it. And we oh, bombed boy. it like idiots. And these two others come down behind us and were like, that, they, they were a little shaken. They were, and the <laughs> one kid, he never gets shaken. He was uh, not even afraid to die. I remember that guy, that kid one time, we went into the trees at Mount Snow. I was like, dude, you're not good enough for this. Don't follow us. We're going in. I hear him behind me. I look. He followed us in. I was like, dude, you're just not afraid to die. He's like, no, really. My balls are bigger than my brains. Hey, if you got to have something big. But yeah, Stratton's nice. You'll, I think you'll dig it. Um, the gondola up to the top is a good ride. Um, so that, that, and it moves pretty quick. The lines, yeah, well, if you're going to, well, no, you said second week of February. So there shouldn't be yeah. anybody there if you're going midweek. Well, we're going, uh, we're going Saturday through Tuesday. So oh, Saturday, yeah. Sunday might be a little dicey, but yeah, but and Monday, it's Super Bowl weekend too. So Sunday should be even nice because people will be maybe skiing in the morning, then ducking out to the Super Bowl going oh, home. Yeah, they totally will. Totally so, will. You know, I'm yeah, that's up. good. And I know the, uh, the guy Andrew, he's the the marketing guy from there. I'm gonna reach out to oh, him. Nice. See if maybe he can give us a tour on Saturday. So yes, <laughs> which you know how that goes. Yes, you know always, goes. always looking for the personal tour, uh, yeah. dude. You gonna be able to get up to take a take a tour with Egan there at Tenny? When is that gonna happen? They did the one he was talking to us about, and he actually texted in December, right? I think it was in December, and I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't go and I was pissed. So I'm, I don't know. I'm going to hit him up and get another one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if, if you can find a, if, if there's going to be a day, like I'd love to come up. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm going to, cause like Rob Delana author of without restraint, how skiing saved my son life. Um, he wants to go up there too. So maybe we can set it up. All of us can go. I'd love that. Yeah. It's maybe Ryan will be around and tan all of our hides. It's yeah. <laughs> kids a nut. I like them. 
I like yeah. him. He's a good he boy. Ski. That's for sure. He can ski, man. He, you know, he's got that Cody Townsend clout now. So <sighs> he does. He uh did did you see his um his video on YouTube, Ryan's video at Baffin? No, I didn't see it. Kind of check that out. It's it's a quick thing, but he his trip kind of mends or melds with uh, uh, Cody Townsend on the 50 while he was up at Baffin. Oh, wow. Okay. Too. So it, it, they, they're kind of there. He might even be in the episode. I don't know of the, of the 50. I'm not sure about that, but kids going places. Yes. Yeah, seriously. It's right. Going all the places, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, good for him. it's something. Yeah. So, Hey, ski Rex media, man. I'll take a ride with almost anybody. I'm not good, <laughs> but I'll ride with just, I will there you go. That's what I do. Or I'll I'll bump your chair if you're at Whaleback. Come to Whaleback. Whaleback's Come fine. to Whaleback. Yeah. All right. Whaleback's well, fine. Tim, anything you want to send people to where they can find all your information out? Sure. Uh, head over to skirexmedia.com without an HTTPS. HTTP, www. I have oh, to boy. fix the S. Yeah. Your certificate, huh? Uh, dude, I... I am a very amateur web design and creator. I can do it, but it takes me a few extra steps sometimes to get things done. Everything right. is way harder than it should be on the web. It's web used wet. to be fun and easy, and it's it not. It used anymore. to be fun and easy. Now yes. it's a pain in the ass. It I, really I, is. It took me forever to figure out CSS. Like when I first learned web coding, it was when the web was in its infancy and you could get anything you want when the world worldwide web was the wild, wild west. And I saw things I can't forget. And ugh, so some awful stuff back in the day. I'm, uh, Go oh, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> oh, it's rough. You can't unsee this stuff as the kids say. You but can't. anyway, there was no CSS back then. So I have to relearn all this. I have to relearn all JavaScript. If I don't want tables, if I don't want to pay somebody to do it and I don't, I'm small. Skirix media is small to that point. Like Brian said at the beginning of the episode, you can also come to patreon.com slash Skirex media. You can jump in there. Tears range from $1 to get the podcast early and ad free. You get the podcast on Sunday, not Wednesday, and you get it ad free. Or you could jump up to the Poser Chronicles, a magazine I tried to do in print, but is now only in digital version because I can do it cheaper that way. Um, so you can check that out, the Poser Chronicles, um, skirexmedia.com. You can send me an email at contact at skirexmedia.com. Um, I have many aliases running throughout Skirex Media and contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at skirexmedia.com. You could go to the website or you can go to speakpipe.com slash skirexmedia and send me a voicemail, which we've done on the podcast. It's a lot of fun. Leave me a voicemail, leave your name, you get a shout out, you can do whatever you want. You could talk about skiing. You could talk about something stupid if you want. Try and keep it snow sports related, but we could do it. And I will play it. I've done it on a couple episodes. So if you want to do that too, skirexmedia.com, you can find all of it. But there you go. A list of a few places and the socials, obviously, skirexmedia. What about Rexy tryouts? Is that? Rexy tryouts were, I have to, I'm working on how I want to do it. Do I want to do casting couch style? <laughs> But I don't think my girl would like that too much. So I'm not going to do that. I was not on Epstein's Island. So there's going to be nothing like that. Mm -mm. Me and Stephen Hawking, we're two different people completely. (laughs) Um, I think I want to do it kind of like Miss America. Kind of. But I'm still wondering if a bikini contest in the snow is a good idea. Like there's liability insurance. 
frostbite, hypothermia, these kind of things. Mm. Whaleback would probably let me do it. And I think the majority of their ski patrol is volunteer anyway. So they might be cool to be there for it. Some blankets, hot chocolate, that kind of thing. That's just but like Rexy when, they do, when they do with the uh, the polar plunge. You know, as yeah. long as you have people there with blankets and, and hot cocoa, you should be fine. Fine. It's fine. We're tougher you know? though. Like humans can take a lot more cold than we actually think we can. Plus New Englanders. Yeah. And also don't think I'm some kind of sexist pig either. It, I don't care how hot you're not. Come up. You Ski can Rex be a Rexy too if you want. Yeah, I don't care. We'll do whatever. If 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 Alex killed and Michaela Schiffer want to come try out, that's fine. We'll do king and queen, king, kings and queens of Rex and have a prom and everything. I don't know. I tripped over that joke. That's whatever. Right. <laughs> that's okay. That's <laughs> why like, when Oldener was laughing or not laughing. Sh- oh God, that was such a bomb. <laughs> I can't believe that. Like she looked at me like I was cross-eyed and I knew it wasn't because she speaks English very well. <laughs> it's just like it wasn't the language barrier it was just bad Oof. happens gotta shoot your shot <laughs> no i mean it was fun she's cool she was cool too she was a lot of fun to talk to nice. so there you go come check out my podcast too again all the same places you can find the ski bum podcast you can find the ski rex media podcast to which brian and mario have been on also we trade off a couple times a year so there you go Beautiful. It's a it's a loving community we have here. And Tim, it's always mm-hmm. a pleasure chatting with oh, absolutely. you. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time to be my co-host this week. It was uh, a blast. Dude, I was excited when you mentioned it and I realized it. I was like, oh, I don't just get to be the guest. I get to be Tario. That's right. <laughs> Tario from Tario lives. Yes. That's a whole other. And then you've got a whole new personality now. So I know. Can, I have to go and run with that if you want. Dude, I, I, I found one of those. AI voice generators. You can make it sound any way you want. Tario will now be a character on the Skier XP. I love it. And then, uh, what is it? What, what, what did we call it? The uh, Conspiracy Podcast coming. Conspiracy coming to your ears and brains in next the winter. Future. I love it. I That's love it. it. Yes, Thank brother. You again. Always Thank a good you. time. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll actually get on the snow together this season. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. If not, I'll come down to big snow during the summer. We'll do it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you, it. everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com, socials, Instagram, X, Facebook, Untapped, YouTube, at skibumpodcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay falutin'. See ya.